Welcome back to another episode of To The Moon. And on this episode, we have a very special Astro Flipping community member, somebody that I have watched really just grow and, and, and blossom, create an incredible business for himself and his family here. And uh, it's been wild watching Ethan uh, just dominate the, not only uh, the agent outreach method, but has become a staple and like actual like, like figure in the community uh, who is helping hundreds, dozens, dozens of community members uh, understand the technology that we use uh, called Astro Blaster. He's become like the, 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 the like spearheader <laughs> um, and, and truly somebody that I have a tremendous amount of respect and love for. And so Ethan, uh, welcome, welcome to the moon. Uh, incredibly grateful to have you be a part of the community and happy to see you on this episode today. How are you, man? I'm, I'm honestly blessed, brother. First, f first and foremost, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you for bringing me on. Um, I remember when I was first signing on, you know, you know, joining the community, joining Astro Flipping, I was watching a couple of these just to verify, like, who the heck is this Jamil guy, right? So, like, now fast forward a couple months now being on here, I'm, I'm truly blessed. So, I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. It's crazy how this, how things can kind of come full circle and you, you see yourself in this, in the seat that, you know, you were watching other people in and, and, and maybe at that time when you watched that episode, I mean, of course you hadn't been making that kind of money yet. Right. So no. <laughs> you were, you were on the outside looking in and saying, could that be me? Yeah. And now it yeah. is. Yeah. So, so before we get into the juicy details of, of, you know, the success that you've been having, I want to rewind us back, you know, to the beginning of your journey in real estate investing. Um, you know, what brought you to wholesaling in general? How did you find me? And uh, we'll, we'll start there. So tell us a little bit about Ethan and, yeah. and your, your journey here, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, so I just want to say, um, you know, kind of my beginning of my story now, you know, uh, second child to a first generation Ecuadorian family, um, born and raised in New York. And, um, you know, growing up didn't really have much. Uh, I don't want to, I, I can, I'm grateful to say I had a roof over my head and, you know, belly full of food. Um, but, you know, I, I've always uh, been without much. So I definitely, from a young kid, I always knew I wanted more. Um, you know, growing up and, you know, every single month having one utility being shut off, like gas being shut off this month, electric being shut off this month, water being shut off this month. I know, I know I like grew up having that burn in my stomach saying like, I don't want to live like this for the rest of my life. Right. Um, so fast forward from there, like I started working around like 12, 13, uh, just because I didn't want my mom to, you know, and my mom was a single mom, unfortunately. So she was always working, always out of the house, always trying to you know, provide for the family. Right. So, um, started working around like 12, 13 at a pizza, at a pizza spot in an Italian restaurant and worked up to that point to where I was working full time at like freshman year of high school, right? Like 40, 50 hours a week, um, at, at this Italian restaurant while also going to school, obviously playing sports full time, played football and wrestling. Um, and then fast forward, you know, going on to college, playing, uh, doing, you know, uh, wrestling collegially, um, until about my second year. And at that point, you know, going to school to physical therapy, I was like, look, I always had that desire to, of becoming an entrepreneur, right? So um, from there, just learning, you know, how, how can I, because everything at that point was, this was around like maybe 2016 and like social media marketing was kind of like the new wave of, you know, how you can make money as an entrepreneur. So I got into a couple of courses, learned that, um, 
so at that point, that's when I said like, Hey, you know what, um, what can I do to really like make money off of this now knowledge? Um, and a buddy of mine was starting a, you know, an actual brick and mortar deli. So we, um, I actually went to him and say like, Hey, he wanted to meet, he wanted me to be a manager there. Um, cause obviously I had about like almost eight years experience working in restaurants at that point. And uh, he was like, Hey, you want to be a manager there? And I was, Hey, look, I can also do this for you in regards to marketing. Right. And he's like, well, I can't pay you. So at like 22 years old, I like negotiated, you know, equity for, for what I was doing. Wow. So dude. I found myself being in the deli and catering business. Um, and, you know, fast forward while also performing in the deli and catering business within six months, we were profiting like, and that's kind of like unheard of and like brick and mortar restaurants. So like within six months, because of what I was doing in marketing wise, we were getting like catering gigs for hospitals, for different hotel venues. So it worked out pretty tremendously. Um, and I was also building my marketing company as well as, you know, the deli and catering business on the side. Um, but then came the pandemic. Um, and that kind of, you know, closed, closed the doors for that, unfortunately. Um, and I, at that point, I also ended up selling my marketing company to a bigger New York City, Madison Avenue level marketing company. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So was that a, a, a decent exit for you? Yeah, no, I would say for, for me and my three partners, we sold off all of our clientele. Um, and at that point, at that young age, I was like, maybe, you know, 23, 24 ish at that point. And, um, you know, that was my first win, right. And I, I, you know, I felt pretty good about myself, but then at that point I was working for that company and sometime during the pandemic, they decided to do a lot more e-commerce. So they didn't need direct salespeople anymore. So at that point I kind of found myself out of a job and then I was working some odd end jobs, working in car sales, doing Uber. Right. And then at that point, that's when I found myself being in the mortgage business. Um, okay. so I was a mortgage banker, um, at a smaller retail bank and, it was a good spot. It was a good time to join the mortgage business, right? Like business was booming during the pandemic in regards yeah. to mortgage loans, et cetera. Yeah, people were refining their homes and getting out money so that they could renovate and do all kinds of things because they had all that free time during the, during the quarantine. Right. So yeah. Yeah. You guys were super busy then. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I found this software that I was able to build out automations for stuff, um, which, you know, Asher Blaster was built upon. So I started, I started utilizing that software to be able to automate my, um, my, you know, mortgage applications. So I was following up with mortgage app, uh, applicants, uh, you know, taking, using these automations to, to really get more credits, to automate, you know, my outreach to these applicants. And it, it, I, it helped me, perform a substantial amount of loans within like my first two years. So I was like, crap, this, this stuff works. And then it kind of dawned on me that my, um, you know, once I noticed like, wow, this is kind of like at one side of the pendulum swing of the market, like it's going great right now. And like, I always had that thought in the back of my head, like, Hey, what if it's not always like this? Right? Like what happens when the other, the other side comes and like, you're struggling for loans. Right. So that's when I was like, okay, now I got to start thinking about maybe other stuff, right? Because I don't think I'm going to be able to rely on this level of income for so long. And I've always been aware of wholesaling, um, just through you know everybody's uh, everybody in in like in real estate is sometimes aware of wholesaling that you know all you think of is direct to seller, it costs money to make money, you know. Um, so I always said like, oh, if I get into wholesaling, I'll get out another time, whatever. Um, yeah, because you thought I, you needed like twenty thousand dollars a month to market. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I'm like, look, like I got, I don't want to blow my savings on something that I don't know if it's going to work. I'm like, I'm good. Right. And then I found Mr. Jamil Damji and Pace Morby on uh, Brad Lee's uh, podcast. Oh, no doubt. That's where you yeah. found us. Yeah. Honestly. Wow. Yeah. Um, and Thanks, Brad. Brad, Brad Lee was pretty much calling you the godfather of wholesaling and how you have such a great way of wholesaling without really any actual cost. Right. And that's kind of where I raised my eyebrow. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, this guy's you know, either, either full of crap or figured it out. Yeah, no. And honestly, like for me personally, uh, me and my partner, Carolina, we were thinking like, okay, it's either going to be Pace or Jamil. Right. And like, I was like, well, wholesaling sounds more like kind of what I'm doing in the mortgage business right now. Like you're, you're, you're looking for contracts and you just want to take it across the finish line. Right. So I was like, well, that sounds more like what I'm doing now. So let me just go to wholesaling. Right. It sounded like I'm, I'm, I'm all in the mortgage business. I'm working with agents. I'm, you know, looking, looking to take a contract from point A to point B to the closing table. Like it sounds, it, it's very parallel to what I'm doing now. Right. Right. So I was like, yeah, wholesaling sounds easier. I can, I can, I'm already talking to agents now. I know how they work. I think I can do that. Um, so it was a very easy decision for me and Carolina, obviously, um, I've been burned by courses before I've been, I've been, you know, uh, definitely did my due diligence first by watching, you know, you on YouTube and watching to the moon podcast with other successful students. And I was like, I think I can do this. Right. So, you know, we Good hopped thing. in. I'm, I'm, I, I highly recommend people do due diligence on the people that they're, you know, spending money to, to work with. Right. Cause yeah. it's, because there's so much trash out there, bro. It's, it's, yeah. And it breaks my heart to hear stories of people that have, you know, blown, like you, there's always this, this situation, right. Where somebody's like, Hey, yeah, you know, buy my course. And then you buy yeah. their course and it's like, you know, 10,000 bucks. And then they're like, okay, well now that you're in the course, we're not telling you everything. We're going to give you like the base level information, but if you really want to know how to do it, it's $60,000. And then all of a right. sudden you're like, right. Oh man. Okay. I thought I was going to learn everything I needed to learn for $10,000, but now you want $60,000. Okay. And then you just feel bamboozled, you know. You get bamboozled, yeah. right? You get you get totally scammed, and it's it sucks. It it's such a terrible. And then they kick you out after a few months. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's BS, man. It's absolute trash. And 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 Pace and I are literally doing everything in our power to change that. You know, to because we're both real. We're both practitioners of this. But anyway, mm -hmm. anyway. So you got you've been burnt before. So you were very skeptical, and but you had to you had to make sure that. You weren't going to get robbed. You weren't going to get scammed. You did some due diligence and you pulled the trigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. And, um, and how long ago I, I was think, that? I'm sorry. How long ago was that? We had joined back in August, okay. um, August of 2021. And I would say it took us about a month to really go through enough of the material to where we, we felt that we were ready to do some action. So by the time like September rolled around, we were ready to do some action. Um, and then, you know, we were consuming a lot of the content, you know, either through the course or through your YouTube channel and Pace's YouTube channel. And it was, you know, we, we identified very early on um, that comping was a, was a skill that we really needed to learn first and foremost. Obviously, mm -hmm. we were still talking to agents and, I, and like within within a week or two, me and my partner locked up like a contract ourselves. Right. And I feel like um, I think one of the things very I wish. One of the things I wish I knew now that I would have told myself back then was really stick to the community because when we had those deals, they were, if I was to look at them now, they were actually good deals back then, but we were only working with like one or two wholesalers and really were trying to rely on them to dispose of the deal. 
but like, no, really leverage every single person in your market to make sure yeah. that deal can, can move forward. So I feel like that's one thing I would have told myself is like, Hey, really leverage the community, right? Don't try to be a, a one man band or just rely on one person for your deal. Really like put it out there, really try to get it across the finish line. So, um, you know, but ever since then, you know, it's been smooth sailing. It's been constant growth. You know, I would say first and foremost, the community not only has just taught me about whole, it hasn't just taught me about wholesaling, right? I would say more than anything, even after the mastermind, Jamal, I would say the mastermind really taught me that I need, I need to start building myself as much as the business, because the more and more I'm starting to realize myself right now, 80% of this business is mindset and 20% of it is technical. Like whatever, whatever, whatever limiting belief I have about a contract, an agent about my offer, it's all up here. Right. And then whatever I, I feel inside is how I'm going to speak. And I feel like that's, but that's been really been my limiting belief. And as much as now, now that I'm working on myself as much as possible, I'm starting to really see the results for it within like the last two, three weeks. Like you, you, you know, when you give a number to a, to an agent, and it's lower than what they're hoping for or what they what they may be wanting, but it's mm-hmm. the right number. Mm-hmm. You know it's the right number. And so like you can deliver that with confidence and 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 feel really good knowing that look, if they take it, great. If they don't, I didn't lowball. I wasn't out. I wasn't the person who was wrong here. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm 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 actually paying for the property what the property's worth in its current condition. Mm-hmm. And if they can't get to that number yet, yet they will at some point because that's where it's going to trade, you know? And so, you know, understanding that and having the, I love that you said that if I had just understand what limits I had in my mind about my numbers, my contracts, what I'm doing, you know, that allows me that frees you literally frees you from being pigeonholed or, or because how many people do we see when they first come in, bro? They're like, Oh, I'm so scared to 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 talk, or I'm so scared to to give this number to the realtor. It's a hundred thousand yeah. dollars off of the <laughs> list price, and it's like, but but that's what the real number is, you know. And right. if you can deliver that with confidence, and when you couple that with a truly motivated seller, you get results. Absolutely. So walk us through some of the results because you have done a phenomenal job in you know growing and and really. You know, you've you've you're one of the leaders of the Astro Blaster community, and you know, God bless you, and I'm so grateful to have you be a part of Thank it you because are. you were one of the early adopters of the technology, so you know it, you know it about as well as Andy does, and Andy who's, is who developed it. So you know, we we really really appreciate all of the additional love and 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 help that you've been giving the 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 community in that technology right but yeah walk us through you know some of the last deals that you've done because it's been pretty phenomenal yeah no i would say um so my first deal came in um and i would say really from when we started taking action from like september to about november ish um i was very shiny object syndrome and i believe one of the first times i really spoke to you on one of the live calls um it like we were shiny object about everything about markets about what type of strategy in order to get deals i was very shiny object about everything so i was first shiny object syndrome about philly and florida right going back and forth back and forth oh i got a contract canceled here i'm gonna go to florida i got a contract canceled here i'm gonna go to philly so and i remember you telling me like hey stop changing like until you get like 100 canceled contracts then you can maybe think oh maybe it's the market right 
But until then, stick to one market. So then I took that advice. We went, we stuck in Tampa. And then from there, it was, um, oh, I'm going to do agent outreach. Oh, agent outreach sucks. I'm going to do MLS stuff. Oh, MLS stuff sucks. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to be the Dispo wholesaler. I'm going to be the king of Dispo. That sucks too. I'm going to do microflip. All this stuff sucks, you know? And then I was like, uh... look, like, I was like, you know, I needed to stick to one thing, right? And then for me personally, I was like, look, I'm good at talking to agents. Like I do this in my job. I'm good at talking to agents. I did it for three weeks and then just doing all these initial, I do everything cold calling initial, like all the initial conversation with agents, all of that is by phone. So I can develop a better rapport and relationship with them right at the get-go. And then through the automations, I follow up, right? Yeah, so my so, follow-up is automated. So for those who don't know what he's talking about, the automation. So we developed a technology called the Astro Blaster that is, uh, and actually I shouldn't say we, Andy Wrong developed a technology called the Astro Blaster, and it is phenomenal. It, it automates your follow-up sequences for uh, agents so that you're not wasting time just having initial conversations with people and then dropping the ball and never talking to them again. We, we 100% know that in this business, you have to follow up. If you're not following up, you're not getting paid. That's it, right? So what, what uh, Ethan's talking about in the automation, so he, he will have his initial conversation by, by phone. So he calls agents first. And after he builds a relationship with them and, and establishes contact, he then puts them into the Astro Blaster system and the Astro Blaster system takes it from there. So it automates the follow-ups, continues to ask them if they have any opportunities. And so he doesn't have to spend time or waste time thinking about if he remembered to follow up with this person or that person. It's happening for him. Right. So, so he just focuses on making initial contact. Is that, is that fair to say? 1,000%. That's okay, perfect. so the automations do the follow-ups for you. You can do you continue doing initial outreach, initial contact, and and what's been popping up for you? Yeah, so really, once I stayed consistent with that, three weeks later, I got I got the magic address right of my first deal. So three weeks of just consistent work of of sticking to the KPIs every single day. Three weeks, I got that magical address, um, and then comped it. You know small negotiation, nothing crazy. We got it under contract within. And uh, so I got the executed executed contract at our last golden ticket event. I opened wow. up my I opened up the laptop while I was taking notes. I got the fully executed contract. We dispoed it. I threw and I was able to, you know, send it out to my own buyers first that I skipped trace through privy. It works. Um, and, you know, within 24 hours, we got it assigned. So my first deal got it locked up myself and dispoed it to my own buyer. Um, you know, how much you make rookie, on that one? Um, so through some rookie mistakes, I would have easily made 10,000, but it was also like never realizing that you can also negotiate with your buyers. Now I noticed that that buyer, he is a good buyer, but he likes to always ask for discounts. So he literally just asked, Hey, and you, you give me him. a better price. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I just immediately gave him like 5k off. So I made, I only made like 5k, but now fast forward. Now hindsight is 2020. I'm like, if I just said no, he would have been okay with it. Cause he really liked the deal. So I was like, Eh, whatever. It's a beginner's mistake, but yeah, five K on that deal. Um, same thing, you know, you know, a couple caught like maybe a two, three weeks later, same thing, got another magic address for my second deal. Um, that was, you know, another, uh, that was a 15 K total assignment on that one. Um, and after the mastermind, I noticed, um, you know, like, like I mentioned before, went to the mastermind cause a lot of it was limiting beliefs in my mindset, right. Mm -hmm. I, as a wholesaler, 
I'm very good at comping, very good at talking to agents, but it was a matter of, I was always negative on myself. If something bad happened in my personal life and the business, if I had a bad conversation, that negativity would compound over like the week, right? And I, my KPI, I would fall short of my KPIs. Um, so once I started really becoming more consistent afterwards, after the mind, after the mastermind, I've been more consistent with my KPIs. And then I realized, wow, now I'm having about two to five off, genuine off-market properties coming in through the system every day. I was like, okay, great. Now I have, I don't really have a leads Phenomenal. problem right now, but now where's my next bottleneck? It's conversion. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I was a little too conservative. So now I'm leveraging the community a lot more. Now I'm pretty much really in, working in partnership with, with our buddy, John Galan, um, where he told me like, Hey, you might want to take a shot at this. Yeah. Your MAO might be a little too high, but take a shot at it. Right. I took a shot at it within two hours. It was assigned for a 10 K fee. And then after retrade another five K. So it was a total five K yeah, on boy. that. Another five K on. on that. Another five K on that. And then right now also with our buddy Galan, um, where he has a buyer walking the property as we speak. And if, if, and right now he has like six total buyers interested in walking the property. I think we'll easily get it at asking. And that'll be like a twelve twelve thousand five hundred dollars for each of us. So, you know, I think, you know, now that mindset is kind of being taken care of, convert like leads are now being being automated through the system. And I'm leveraging the community in order to be able to help convert it. I think it's a very good system that I'm now starting to create. Um, and honestly, like I mentioned before, like, I'm just, I'm just appreciative of you and the community from the bottom of my heart, because honestly, um, it's definitely, it's definitely changed my life. Just even thinking about how, you know, for April, it'll be a $27,000 month. Just like, it doesn't, it doesn't even sound real coming out of my mouth. I mean, it is real, which is, which is beautiful, right? Cause it, cause the, the money will actually clear and the, the wires will hit and, you know, coming from your background where you would be fearful that the gas would turn off or the electric would turn off or the wa yeah. water would turn off. Right. Yeah. Like that's and I, I grew up, you know, it, it wasn't for, for us. We like the utilities wouldn't come off, wouldn't turn off. But like we didn't have money for for food lots, lots of times. Mm -hmm. right? We'd have to just eat beans, you know, or like just make it you just make do. And. Mm -hmm. And I remember that. I, re I, re I remember it being hard. And just like you, I wanted to do better for my mom. I wanted to do better for my family. I just, I, I, I felt that I, we, we deserved better, but we wasn't going to be given to us. Mm -hmm. I had to get out and get it. I had to take it. If it wasn't going to be given to us, then we had to earn it. And so, you know, this is exactly what you've been doing. And it's tremendous to hear your story. And how much, how old are you, by the way, Ethan? 25. 25 years old. And I'm just, you know, looking back at the knucklehead I was when I was 25, right? I definitely wasn't as accomplished as you are at 25 making, you know, that this kind of money. $27,000 month for me at 25 years old would have would have really been a game changer for me. It was it took me some time before I started to actually do well. But, you know, looking at that, right? Looking looking at your trajectory and looking at your life. I'm it, it, I mean, it feels like you've already lived like, like multiple lifetimes, you know, you're, yeah. you're having gone and to get an equity, getting equity in a, in a deli and then growing that business. And then, you know, having a social media firm and then taking an exit on your social media company, getting paid for selling a company. I mean, you know, people don't do that in a lifetime. 
Yeah. And you did that in your early 20s. Yeah. Right. Then becoming a mortgage banker and then, you know, finding your way into wholesale and, and creating a, a, a genuine business where you're pulling in that kind of revenue in a monthly basis. It's it's incredible to see. And just in case you didn't realize this, you are a certified badass, bro. I appreciate like, you. No, <laughs> no doubt in my mind, you one million percent deserve all of the success that's happening for you right now. Uh, just looking at how giving you are and how and how available you you can be for people who are not yet successful, the people who are just getting started, you know, the amount of care, attention and love that you provide to them, knowing what it feels like to be on the other side of that success coin. Mm -hmm. I, uh, it, it's people like you that I feel really good about knowing that in the work that I'm doing, this community is going to create ripples in our in, 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 the, in, in the world of real estate where people are genuinely going to be out there taking care of each other, helping each other yeah. and, and watching each other get incredibly successful. And you yeah. are one of the leaders that is making that happen, you know, and, and, and Ethan, I'm just, I'm just really proud of you, bro. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, no, I, um, you know, as, as, you know, Astro Blaster continues to grow and as I, you know, can, can have some more continued success. I want to be able to, you know, I'm going to continuously show up um, and show up even more to the community, not just Astro Blast, but also Astro Flipping in general. Um, because, you know, it wasn't, it really was only like a couple months ago where I was like struggling for my first deal. Like it really only was a couple of months ago. And I feel like it really only takes that subtle shift really in mindset that it will really take you across the other side. Um, I feel like the actual technicals is not so hard to grasp, but I feel like once you can really tell someone, Hey, if I can genuinely do this, like I am no one special, like obviously it takes an abundance of calls in order to get there. But like the actual technicals is not so difficult to understand. Right. But you need to consistently obsess that day in and day out, you know, I'm going to live my perfect day in order to get my result. Um, and I think it's, it's definitely been a game changer for me. And like I keep saying from the bottom of my heart, I definitely do appreciate you, brother. I love you too, man. And you know, it, it, it's, um, it's just, it's wild to see. And it, 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 it inspires me to continue on doing what I'm doing because I'm seeing the, the, the difference and knowing that you're taking that as an example and then doing it yourself at a really high level for very many people that, that pushes me to go even harder. So you know, this is a collaboration between all of us and you are just as, you know, you, you thank me, but truly watching you succeed inspires me to do it more. So I'm thanking yeah. you back. You know? I appreciate it, bro. Well, if there's any advice that you could give to anybody right now that's just stuck in that dark room, you know, it's it's hopeless. They don't know what, you know, the, the, the water just got turned off. They don't know what's happening, what's coming around the corner. What would you tell them? Look up in the sky, whatever you believe in, say, you know, ask, ask for that, ask for that path. And I genuinely believe it'll, it'll come to you. Um, if, and if number one, like you, you have it so integrated into the, in this community that, you know, if you, if, if you, even if you just have, even if you just get one deal underneath your belt, reach back behind you and, and lend a, lend a hand right to your next person. Um, especially if they're in the astral flipping community, or if not, like even if you're a part of the astral flipping free community, 
right? And if you guys are just like looking for your first deal or how can I get wholesaling started, right? Like put yourself out there and ask for that hand. I know, you know, not only myself, I will try my best to always put out that hand to help someone, but I know not only, it's not even only just myself, there's countless leaders in this community that will absolutely help. So if you're in that position, look to the sky, ask whatever you believe in to, you know, guide you and, and shine that light as to where you should go to ask for that help. Work for it. Obviously, nothing is ever going to, to be given to you. It's one of the things I learned at a very early age. Nothing is ever going to be given to you. You have to meticulously work day in and day out in order to make it happen. But if you genuinely believe in your heart and in your mind that it will, and it's powered by the work, nothing is going to stop you. Amen, bro. Amen. Well, Ethan, congratulations, man. It's been a pleasure having you here. I know people are going to want to work with you. So tell us what market you are specific. I know you said Tampa, but are you, are you, are you heavy? Are you firm in Tampa? Are you, have you expanded Tampa anywhere Bay. else? Yeah. Tampa based Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, um, central Florida market in general. Um, and if you, and if you would like to reach out to me, my uh, Facebook name is Ethan Armidos, just like it is on my, um, is on the call. And then also just, uh, on Instagram, Ethan.Armidos. Very simple beautiful guys reach out to ethan he wants to work with you if you've got any deals in central florida need help need help comping uh want to find a buyer want to make more money on your deal ethan's your guy we'd love to now, help. for myself ethan and everybody else in the astro flipping community we want to see you on the moon check us out till the next time <laughs>